Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Paul Douglas did the weather, and I heard snow, and I'm like, no! But then... Paul always has a way of making you feel better about it when he jumped in and said, yeah, those long-range models are saying 60s, maybe 70 the end of next week. And I'm like, okay. Well, that's brilliant, though. You you say the bad news, and you forget about the bad news because there's good news. And by the way, you can't can't spell snow without no. So there you go. Yeah. So I, I got a kick out of that weather a moment ago, and I thought, you know, in these parts, we love to talk about the weather. Um, so, yeah, and the radar picture right now is showing some stuff on the radar north and west of here, so don't be surprised about that. There is some high school football around the area tonight, including a big one, Shakopee at Lakeville South, the defending uh, state champs are in action on a Thursday night. So there's that. The Lions share the games coming up on Friday night. Let's get into some of the headlines. We will talk wild. Sarah McClellan joining us, covers the wild for the Star Tribune here in a few minutes. Uh, she will join us from the X. Uh, and as you heard uh, in Laura's news, uh, General Manager Bill Guerin joined Chad Hartman. And you can hear that entire interview. Take advantage of the free Odyssey app. Use the rewind feature and check that out. Go to the website WCCRadio.com. Chad with Bill Guerin earlier in the day today. But uh, what I want to get into right now is a huge story as it relates to the Minnesota Twins. Carlos Correa has told a newspaper, not one of the local papers, however. uh, It was uh, an out-of-town paper that the plans topped out. Now, he has until the end of the World Series to make that official. But here's the thing. Dan Hayes of The Athletic told me toward the end of the season when we visited on a Saturday that there's no doubt. And I think anybody who takes a step back knows who his agent is in Scott Boris. And going into this, 
they, they set it up for a reason. Yeah, it's a three-year deal, but he can opt out after year one or year two. And that's based on, number one, what kind of year he had. Uh, up and down with the bat, good at the end, excellent in the field as always. But he's one of these guys that's probably going to garner a six- or a seven-year deal north of $200 million. Now, I, I'm sure his agent is telling him it'll be $500 million. I, I think when all the does settles, it'll be somewhere in the neighborhood of six or seven years between 200 and $250 million. That's it, just my opinion. So why wouldn't you opt out? Uh, you could stay in a Twins uniform and abide by your deal, but if you have the ability to opt out and get that kind of guaranteed money, anybody would do that. Anybody would do that. So the fact that Carlos Correa has said, hey, I'm uh, going to opt out, that does not prevent, however, the Minnesota Twins from signing Correa to a long-term deal. And he has certainly kept that door open. And, by the way, uh, he uh, told newspaper in Puerto Rico that news. And, Chris, I don't know how you feel about it. I'm not all surprised by this. It, it, no, no. I, I, I totally expected this, and I can't blame him one bit. No, I, we hear about this all the time. This is becoming part of the new trend in sports. I'll give you a perfect example. LeBron James for the past, what, three years, has had an opt-out. He opts out, comes back in, and he renegotiates on a yearly basis. This is what a lot of players do. So I don't think there should be all of this, you know, nervousness. Oh, my gosh, he's gone. You know, Carlos Correa, he's, you know, spurned us. I don't think that's the case at all. No. It, it, it allows him the opportunity, like you said. We, as soon as we heard... Steve, that he had an opt-out after year one and year two. We're like, guess what? He's going to opt out after year Everybody knew this. So if you're blindsided or feeling that Carlos Correa, you know, turned his back on Minnesota, that's not the case. This, this is just part of the big picture negotiation for him. And, and there are options. Number one, the Twins can sit down with Correa and his agent and hammer out a long-term deal. Mm-hmm. There are other options. We will get into that in more detail later in the program. But no one should be surprised that Carlos Correa. Or offended. Or offended. Or or offended. Absolutely. And we'll get into it in in more detail uh, coming up later on in the program. And some of the options the Twins could pursue as they fill uh, potentially a big hole in the lineup. But but he has until the end of the World Series to make it official. But, But he did tell a newspaper in Puerto Rico that he would indeed opt out. Nobody's surprised. Nobody should be offended or riled up about it. When we come back, Sarah McClellan previews the Wild and the Rangers and the upcoming season. It's opening night at TX, and we'll have that for you here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Opening night for the Minnesota Wild, downtown St. Paul, buzzing. The Rangers in town, their lone visit this season. Get to see those teams out of the East uh, one time at home, and here are the Rangers on opening night. Sarah McClellan joins us, covers the Wild for the Star Tribune on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Sarah, it's been a while. I hope you're doing well. Same to you. Yeah, and uh, Sarah, here we go, another season. Hard to believe it just seems like we wrapped up last season, and uh, (laughs) here it is, opening night. 
Yeah, it's been, gosh, you know, it seems obviously it's been months since the Wild last played a game, obviously getting eliminated in the first round by St. Louis. But, you know, you think back to these last few weeks, it was a very productive training camp. Feels like the time is now and the team probably is as ready as it'll be to, to drop the puck and get this season going. Yeah, sir, a ton of optimism, and why not? They have elite goal scoring in uh, Kirill Kaprizov and a veteran sure bet Hall of Famer, one of the all-time greats in Marc-Andre Fleury. That, that's a great spot to start. You're right. You know, this is going to be a, a different-looking offense because of the absence and exit of Kevin Piala, who was traded to Los Angeles. Obviously, a, a salary cap crunch trade and move for the team. Uh, but as long as Kaprizov is still obviously involved in headlining this offense, it's going to be obviously a tough matchup, I think, for teams most nights. He obviously is coming off a 100-plus point season, setting a slew of franchise records. And he has chemistry, obviously, with his longtime linemate now, Matt Zuccarello. We saw that even just in the last game in, in the preseason, how dynamic they are together, the passes they're able to thread to each other. It's obviously a special connection and one that can, could continue to boost this offense, like I said, with Kevin Fiala no longer part of it and his 85 points gone. Yeah, and it, it is a rarity. There, there aren't a lot of players in the NHL that, that bring fans to the edge of their seat or, or to their feet when they're on the puck, but Kaprizov is one of those, and, and the Wild have to feel very fortunate that they have him wearing a Wild sweater. For sure, and it's you know what? It's not just the goal scoring. It's not just the shot. It's not just the way he finishes plays. It's the passing, too, and the playmaking and the vision. It's that entire package, obviously. And I, and I think, you know, as I was alluding to with the, that last preseason yeah. game, uh, the chemistry with him and Zuccarello, you know, maybe one of the most impressive plays of the night was a pass that he made to Zuccarello. Um, the vision that he has and just, yeah, that all-around skill. He's not a one-dimensional forward. And so I think you're right. I think he can dazzle on a nightly basis with any handful of a number of skills. Yeah, and the the drama that we went through in the off season, and a lot of Wild fans were on pins and needles, hoping that he would be able to get back to the States, and that all worked out, and that's in the rearview mirror. Another player I wanted to bring up, and that is the veteran, one of the all-time greats, Marc-Andre Fleury, and it's, it's really interesting how this goaltending situation took a turn. There was a thought that Marc-Andre Fleury would be playing elsewhere, Cam Talbot would probably be the number one goalie. Talbot's in Ottawa, I, I believe Mark Andre Fleury is here, the number one goaltender. So th- things have really changed from two veteran goalies to now Fleury and, and a youngster. Yeah, you're right. It evolved, and obviously there was at one point, you know, the plan was to reunite Cam Talbot and Mark Andre Fleury after Fleury resigned, and that obviously would have given this team a very veteran tandem. You could see down the stretch last season, even though you know there was a rotation. Um, you know, both goalies were locked in and producing wins, and, and then obviously the team faltered in the playoffs. But, um, you know, the trade for Talbot to Ottawa in exchange, the team received Philip Gustafson. So now, you know, the hierarchy is very clear cut. You know, it's Flurry's net, he's the starter, and Gustafson is the backup. And you're right, he's obviously Flurry later in his career, a Hall of Fame, no doubt career. But, you know, talking to him, he's still very motivated. He still obviously wants to win. And I think what's key, which maybe, you know, was not so much a factor after his arrival last season in that trade from Chicago, is he had ample practice time now with this team at training camp. 
they get an opportunity, the players and the defense in front of him to learn his habits, to read off of him. So there's a little bit more time to build that familiarity. And obviously we'll see if it translates now into games, but that was something that really wasn't there as much last season. And now he's been here from the beginning and maybe that leads to a little bit more cohesiveness on the ice. Uh, we we talked goal scoring. We talked about goaltending. Uh, the the blue line. When we have chatted in the past, uh, consistency on the blue line is huge, and there are certainly uh, familiar names there like Brodeen and Dumba and and Spurgeon, and that's a very good place for them to start. Yeah, you know the the defense. I think you're right. Last season, maybe they kind of slide under the radar because it was, you know, obviously the most goals scored in franchise history. Kirill Kaprizov becoming the first hundred point player in team history. But if you think back, I mean, this was a team that had to score a lot of goals in many games to win. There was a lot of high scoring five four four three type victories. So I think there is an opportunity now for this blue line this season to kind of clean it up in their own end and limit those goals against, obviously in tandem with the goaltending. But if this is a team that doesn't have to, you know, win by that many goals, then obviously it makes maybe the job a little bit easier. And I think one way that that can get cleaned up is the penalty kill. And obviously the defense is key in that, re- in that regard too. So a lot of familiar names, a familiar pairing, obviously you'll see. And, Gumba and Brodeen being reunited, but I think there is an opportunity for that back end to become more of a factor and limit those goals again so there's not so much pressure on the offense to produce. Sarah McClellan joining us, covers the wild for the start, Tribune on the Gen, Schuster, Coldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, good enough to join us here on opening night, Wild and Rangers tonight from the Excel Energy Center. Coming out of camp, coming out of the preseason, uh, who, who are some players to keep an eye on some youngsters that uh, are going to crack this lineup and, and and play tonight and be a big part of it this year? Yeah, obviously on the back end, Kalen Addison made this team out of training camp. He'll be in this opening night lineup, and he's obviously had some familiarity with the team, playing occasionally as a call-up the last few seasons. You'll remember he came over in that Jason Zucker trade with Pittsburgh a couple years ago, so he gets a chance to be here from the beginning, and same with Marco Rossi up front. Um, obviously a prize prospect in this organization, drafted ninth overall in 2020. He, too, had a very impressive showing at training camp and merited this opportunity to be in the lineup. Uh, he's going to start on a fourth line, but we'll see You know what type of opportunity he might again warrant. Looks like he's going to be penciled into the power play, too. So he has a knack for scoring goals and creating goals. So that's obviously his next challenge to do that at the NHL level. And finally, uh, some home cooking to start the season four in a row at home and uh, imperative the Wild take advantage and get off to a good start. It's going to be a big test. These first four games, obviously starting with the Rangers, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals last season. Stanley Cup champion reigning champs Colorado is in next week. And then you see Los Angeles as the playoff team, and Vancouver was right there last season. So uh, this is probably going to be a good early barometer on the Wild and the potential that they could have this season. Well, Sarah, thank you so much. And you you got a piece in the Star Tribune today about players that had good seasons a year ago and need to continue their good play, and we invite you to check that out online at startribune.com. Sarah, have a good evening, and thank you again. Thank you. Take care. All right, Sarah McClellan from the Star Tribune.
Joining us from the X where uh, the Wild open it up against the Rangers tonight. And Chris Tubbs, the Wild in a nutshell, the first to 82 tonight. It is a long season. They've got the ingredients with with a dynamic goal scorer in Kirill Kaprizov. They seem to have everything they need, veteran goaltender. For me, and I, I work with a lot of huge Wild fans during the day, and I kept going back to one theme, and that is Marc-Andre Fleury. Marc-Andre Fleury plays like, you know, a no-doubt Hall of Famer. They're in really good shape. If he starts to show his age or wears down, um, it's the old cliche. How good is your goaltending? And I I think with Marc-Andre Fleury, their goaltending can be outstanding. But he is getting to that point where you start thinking about Father Time. And we all know the old sports cliche, Father Time is undefeated. And and that would be maybe my biggest concern about this club going forward. Can Marc-Andre Fleury, you know, play 55 games this year or 60 games in net and hold up and, and, and still be excellent when you get into those key games over the final two or three weeks of the regular season? I can't think of Marc-Andre Fleury without thinking about the playoff series against St. Louis. And, and I, I look at that, and it's a lot of red flags for me, Steve. I'll, I'll be completely honest. I like the name. I like the body of work. But sure. are we getting the guy that we saw late last year? Because Cam Talbot, one of the reasons I think he was you know, maybe a little bit you know, discontent was the fact that he didn't play in that series against, uh, against St. Louis. And I think we are kind of wondering, well, why, you know, if, if Marc-Andre Fleury is struggling, you're just going to laugh. You're going to let him continue to be in net because he's a veteran and he's won Stanley Cups. It's like, to me, it, it didn't make any sense. And I know they didn't do much offensively, but I just, I hope that he can hold up. I hope that he finds that proverbial fountain of youth. Um, I, I'm just, I don't know. It was, was last year. I don't know if last year was a fluke and they exceeded expectations because you had everything come together, a lot of career years for these guys, or if this is the beginning of something that they can build that's sustainable. I don't know. I don't know, and maybe I'm a little overly concerned about the goaltending, but if he falters, you you got nobody. You got nobody there, and that's a big concern to me. Yeah, I mean, you got a guy, you got in a trade from Ottawa, as Saren mentioned. You got a future goaltender playing in the minor leagues. But here's the thing about goalies. Expecting a young goaltender, uh, a guy in his early 20s, to make the jump to the NHL and have a huge impact over the long haul, just it generally doesn't happen. Correct, yes. That, that, that goalies hit their prime 26, 27, 28. So... To me, it comes back to, you know, Flurry's good and can handle the workload and be the guy because you, you look at his career numbers, and this has got to be in the back of his mind. 900, according to a hockey reference, 939 games played. He, he, could, he could start 61 games this year and get to 1,000 games played in the NHL, which is a huge number. Um, that doesn't even seem like number, a real number. It doesn't even seem like a real number, like 1,000 yeah, games in the NHL. As a goaltender, yeah. it's, it, it's pretty incredible. So he's had a good career. Can Marc-Andre Fleury 
hold up over the long haul and carry the load in net, to me, is the biggest storyline. I think they're going to score goals. I think they're going to get it figured out on the blue line. Once again, injuries are a gigantic factor, whatever the sport, doesn't matter. Uh, you know, you, you can just throw that out there as a given. You know, big injuries, big problems, any club. Vikings, Timberwolves, Wild, Twins, Gophers. Look at look at the running back situation a year ago. My, my point being is, for, for me, how good is Marc-Andre Fleury going to be? is going to tell the story of this season. And I, I know you can say that probably about every club in the NHL. How good is their goaltending going to be? All right, quick break. It is 6.30. It is the Lake Show. Steve in for Henry tonight. Chris Tubbs is our producer. We still have a ton more coming up on the program, including around the corner. Uh, we're going to talk about the Vikings and Miami, a beat-up Dolphins team. They could be going way down the depth chart. Tua, Teddy, may not be available to play quarterback uh, for Miami. We'll get into that around the corner here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Steve in for Henry. Chris Tubbs in the house as our producer. Vikes, Dolphins from Miami. I want to open here, and it really has nothing to do with the matchup or or, uh, the line or anything really important. I always hated it when someone referred to the Miami Dolphins as the fish. Didn't you hate that? I'm, who They're, calls them the fish? I've never heard them called the fish. No, yeah, come on. No, way, I way back I, in I the day, I don't think I've heard. I don't think I've heard. I wasn't alive back in the day, Steve. Yeah, wh- back in the day, there there were an occasional announcer mm-hmm. uh, along the way that would refer to them as the fish. And I always say the same thing. This, this goes back to when I was a kid and say, they're dolphins. They're not fish. <laughs> they're mammals, you idiot. <laughs> How, what, so, the, the fish, you can't say, oh, the mammals. No, what, do you, what do you abbreviate? The mam? The moles? I, 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 I want someone to agree. <laughs> now, Chris Tubbs has never heard that. But send, send a text. <laughs> uh, give us a call if you remember. And I don't know who it was who referred to him as the fish. The fish. Uh, the city's one plumbing talk and text line is always open. I, I remember it clearly. I, I'm not making this up. No, I, I, I what six, I, five, one, what, four, I, six, one, nine, two, two. What six. I think is funny is in the break, we were talking about, you know, like holding grudges and, yeah. and, and now you're like holding a grudge against somebody for years and years ago. Yeah. <laughs> they called him the fish. It's like, that's where we're starting. It's, it's absolutely awesome, Steve. I love you for this. No, and it's not even really a grudge. It's just every time I I see Miami or a score for Miami, mm-hmm. I think of this announce. And like I say, I can't remember who it was who referred to them as the fish. Now, it it could have been Morgan Mundane. It it could have been uh, Morgan Mundane. Uh, one of the sidekicks of the great Steve Cannon here on News Talk E3OWCCO. And and the more I think about it, it may actually have been Morgan Mundane now that I think about it. And it's not really a grudge. It's just kind of like, come on, they're not, they're not fish. As you pointed out, they're mammals. Anyway, uh, if, if you remember that or remember who it was, was it Morgan, was it somebody else? 
Uh, once again, Cities One Plumbing Talking Text Line, 651-461-9226. We, we do have a couple of calls that are coming in right now, Steve. So uh, if you want to go ahead and go to the, I haven't had a chance to update the chief, but uh, Gary from Brooklyn Park is on the line, and, and he wanted right. to chime in. All right, Gary in Brooklyn Park. Uh, do, you, do you remember someone who referred to the Miami Dolphins as the fish? Was it Morgan? It was Morgan Mundane. Yeah, yeah. And he there, also yeah. referred to the Marlins <laughs> as the fish. But Marlins are fish. Marlins. Yeah, Mar- Marlins are our fish. Dolphins, yeah. however. But he also not. referred to them as the fish <laughs> when he would talk about them and the, and the Dolphins. Yeah, all right. Well, thanks, Gary. Uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks for calling in. So, so it was that because I thought about it on the fly, and and it's still to this day. I see Miami Dolphins, and they happen to be on the schedule. And oh, by the way, uh, the the Vikes are one point underdog, or or it opened opened as the Vikings one point underdog. Now they're three and a half point favorites. We'll tell you more why because the Dolphins may be playing a guy we'd never heard of at quarterback. Yeah, I, I mean Jay Fiedler must have been unavailable. For this game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, this is, I don't know whether this is good or bad for the Vikings because we know the history of the Vikings struggling against backup quarterbacks and, you know, third string quarterbacks. You know, Skylar Thompson is potentially the guy that's going to be quarterback. And he took over for Teddy Bridgewater last week after Teddy got hurt. So, yeah, really, they're down to their, th- their third quarterback because Tua Tagovailoa just started throwing, I want to say, yesterday. He just started. So, I think not only that, Steve, you've got that, and I think Tyree Kill has got a foot issue. So, if Tyree Kill is not at full strength, that's definitely an advantage for the Vikings because a healthy Tyree Kill will be absolutely mayhem for that Vikings defense. Like, it, well, would, and, be, it would be ugly. Yeah, and I was perusing the – Good word cruising injury report they got a lot of guys on the injury report uh, the injury report for the Minnesota Vikings not nearly as ominous uh, so they the Vikings are in better injury shape but they're on the road and another thing you got to consider and this, this is another thing we've heard for years as Viking fans oh, they're on the road it's hot in Miami they're playing in midday Miami's probably going to wear the make the Vikings wear purple to to magnify the heat. So, <laughs> I, I'm really that's yeah. that, they're they're going to oh, make the yeah. Vikings absolutely. Come on, over the years when you play in Tampa or you play in Miami, you know they're going to wear the Vikings wear the purple. Because that 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 purple helmet and that purple jersey, yeah, because and that it retains, yeah, the, 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 yeah, the dark colors retain the heat. Absolutely. I mean, there's all sorts of disadvantages. Uh, we, we got a we got a third string quarterback. I mean, this, this is looking dire uh, for the Vikings. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Sunday. Yeah. I, I mean, I I think that I don't even think they should get on the plane, Steve. I mean, yeah. frankly, you don't go down there. Nobody gets hurt. You you go into the bye week four and two. You're feeling pretty good about yourself. You can sit home, watch the Green Bay Jets game on, you know, because it's at noon. So I, I think you're right. I, I don't even think the Vikings should get on the plane. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Why bother? Why uh, even bother? In, in all seriousness, no, uh, Zedaria Smith, a uh, full participant at practice today. 
probably the biggest thing coming out of the injury report that he was a full participant yeah. should be a full go. Uh, another thing I want to bring up about the football game and the Vikings are favored. They will be on the road uh, at at Miami. The Minnesota Vikings at four and one, five games in. They they go to week six. They're, they're they've, they've got a beat up Miami team. We talked about. Tua and Teddy potentially not being available for Mm -hmm. the game. The Minnesota Vikings have been extremely fortunate. And based on the Miami injury report, and there's a lot of names on it as of today, uh, their their good fortune continues. Miami's a pretty good team. At full strength, Yes, this, this, (laughs) this would be a scary road game. It doesn't look as scary in all reality, in all seriousness, that... The Vikes have a great opportunity to go 5-1, and one, which is extraordinary. Yeah, there's no question. Sometimes, you know, when, when they say it's better to be lucky than good and you got to be healthy, part of that absolutely is about the teams that you're playing. That, you know, you need to be healthy, but, you know, every once in a while you need to be able to catch a break. Yeah, let's go to the first couple games. I mean, the you know, Dolphins over the Patriots. I, I'm not really all that convinced that, you know, Bill Belichick's a great coach. I feel like the Patriots, like that, you know, the Patriot dynasty, I, I feel like, you know, we're, we're past that. But the Dolphins beat the Ravens in a shootout, 42 to 38 in week two. You know, they beat the Bills. I mean, they, they started out the season 3 and 0. And then it was that game, that Thursday night game uh, two weeks ago, where Tua took that awful hit and oh, they lost yeah. to the Bengals. And then, you know, Teddy got hurt. Last week, and the Jets ended up putting a 40-burger on them. So you can just tell that this team, with Tua Tagovailoa, with a healthy Tyreek Hill, with Jalen Waddell, uh, with Raheem Mostert, with Mike Gusecki, this is a team that can put up a ton of points. Their pass defense is awful. So I think if you're looking at it that way, the Vikings have an opportunity. At this point, I, I feel like, Steve, to me, if the Vikings are going to win games, you got to win shootouts. Like you're, the Vikings are not built to win games, you know, thirteen to ten. You, you got to win games, like you know, thirty four, thirty one games like that. Games like they beat New Orleans. Well, and, and what's what's crazy about it? They they blow out Green Bay in the opener. You, you, Green Bay was never in that game. You go to Philly. The Vikes were never in that game. All these other games they've played, it, it easily could have gone the other way. Easily could have gone the other way. But here they sit, now an opportunity going into Miami to be 5-1. and one. And then, you know, you, you look at, at the rest of the schedule and you're saying, you know, we play 500 football, the rest of the way, we're a playoff team. Yeah, if, which, if you can, which is yeah. incredible to if you, be in yeah. that spot. If you can bank wins early when you look at the oh, schedule sure. and, and, you know, based on numbers, this is why I hate looking at things early. It's like, well, the strength of schedule says this. Yeah, but the strength of schedule, when the schedule comes out in April, it isn't the same in training camp. It isn't the, the, the same week one or week two or even week, what, week six, you know, that we're in now. We're in a position where – if you can bank on this part of the schedule and get ahead of it, I mean, you're putting yourself in a very good spot because, you know, you need that margin for error if you're the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, absolutely. Because, once again, you, you take an objective view of the season beyond the one and one start. Good win, blowout loss, 
these other games, <laughs> you know, flip a coin. They've been they've been very fortunate to win those other football games. In in my opinion, it it worked out that way, but they easily could have gone the other way. And and that's life in the middle of the NFL. They are not an elite team. They are not a Buffalo Bills. They're not a Kansas City Chiefs. They're not a Philadelphia Eagles. You know that that top five or six clubs in the NFL. They're they're probably somewhere in that next group. Uh, maybe a little bit beyond that, in my honest opinion. But but here you go. You're catching Miami, it appears, at a good time. Once again, uh, they opened as underdogs, and now they are favorites going into the game. So it, it bears keeping an eye on the injury report. But the, the Vikings in pretty good shape heading into that one in Miami. Quick break. We're going to come back. Uh, Chris Tubbs, his, his wildly popular podcast, AWA Unleashed, uh, there's a big reunion coming up, and I I haven't seen tickets in the mail yet. Uh, so so I'll beg when we come back in a moment oh, here on News Talk eight three WCCO. Beg wild open at home tonight against the Rangers. A little bit later on, more on the Twins, uh, the Vikes, uh, Timberwolves, of course, coming up on the program tonight. Chris Tubbs, our producer, he's got that podcast, AWA Unleashed, and a big reunion coming up, and end of the month already, Chris. Yeah, it's a uh, it's an AWA reunion. Uh, it's the second one, and it's going to be an opportunity for fans if you're fa- if you're a fan of old school wrestling and the AWA. Uh, Mick Karch has put this. Mick was supposed to be on tonight, but he had a family emergency. Uh, So I just kind of wanted to let people know that if you're looking for something to do on October 29th from noon to four, noon to four is uh, when it's going to be at the Embassy Suites in Bloomington, believe on uh, American Boulevard. So that's where it is. It's twenty five dollars per person. Uh, Seating is extremely limited. So if you want to go and you want to see, you know, individuals like John Nord or. You know, Chris Curtis or Sod Buster Kenny J, you know, Pat Tanaka, Polish nice. Joe Chupik, uh, Eddie Sharkey. Uh, there's a tribute to the Wild Alaskan, uh, Rick Renslow. Uh, Kurt Hedding's widow, uh, Linus Hennig, is going to be there. So uh, if you're interested in that, uh, Mick has set up a PayPal. And let me get that up here. It is vinyl.forever at yahoo.com. That is the PayPal uh, address to use. And the best thing I can tell you, Steve, is if you guys are interested and you want a lot of details, because there's a you know there's a lot of things in here that you're going to get for that twenty five bucks. Um, if you're on Facebook, go to the Slick Mick Old School Wrestling page on Facebook, and that will kind of tell you what you're going to get in terms of you know the food that you'll get or some of the uh, some of the merchandise that you're going to be able to to have access to. So again, twenty five dollars uh, PayPal in advance. Or cash the day of uh, to Embassy Suites, 2800 American Boulevard West in Bloomington on Saturday, October 29th from uh, noon to 4. All right. Outstanding. And uh, once again, you and Mick, uh, the podcast as well, AWA Unleashed. It's a banger, a Steve. It's a, yep. I mean, we, we love it. We, we're still... We have a great time doing it. And, and I'm, I'm getting to hear stories uh, from uh, from folks that... No, frankly, I, I haven't heard from in quite some time. So I'm, 
I'm very excited. I love it. I, I love doing it. And it's it's great to be able to talk about something that's so synonymous with Minnesota. Because I'm a Minnesota guy at heart. Oh, yeah. A lot of great memories. I mean, I, I, I've told you stories about my brother and me religiously uh, watching uh, the TV bouts. And then on occasion, uh, in, in older days, sneaking out to the Civic Center uh, for the big shows there. We got to run. We got the news coming up. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.